0: 49 is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, D. Clark, Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99, don't get it twisted, one and all, with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline, NDB, greatest on the up all time, Groove, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, we all students of Bill Walsh, don't
1: ever forget. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show for this Victory uh, Monday. It was also a Victory Sunday. Kind of weird, kind of nice. Uh, I'm joined by Lee Allen. Hi, guys. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Paul Hope. Feels great, baby. <laughs> it feels great indeed, despite, we're going to talk about it, it wasn't pretty. But, yeah, so the 49ers defeated the uh, Green Bay Packers 13 to 10 in the uh, divisional round, which means we advanced to uh, the NFC championship, um, which, you know, I think is, you know, the right place where we should be after 2019 and horrible 2020 uh, to go and play the Rams for the third time this, uh, this year. Um, But let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the game. Um, I thought we could start with the bad and finish on a high uh, because That's kind of what I felt during the game. I was weirdly not caring much at first. I was very content that we got there. And the condition and losing Ambry Thomas just before the game... I was kind of just resolving to, oh, well, I, well it, it was a good run, this, you know, considering the season we've had. And then they went down and marched downfield. And I was just like, all right, OK. And then I just got from there more excited more excited more excited until I ran around my living room like a lunatic. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the bad. Um, who wants to go first and talk about our offensive line? Gareth, you're the uh, offensive line guru. I thought they had a pretty shocking Saturday night.
2: They had they had a struggle. I mean, that was a surprise considering mm. how, how good they've been. I can only put that down to perhaps a bad day at the office and, and things like having to change your technique slightly because you're just constantly concerned about your footing. Um, I I can't see another reason for that. Obviously the, the Packers pass rush, they they got some guys back and they they got about us and and they, they used our own tactic against us which is make sure your quarterback is, is never, never settled. And I think we saw that with the amount of three and outs. I'm not sure if it's a record for a game, but it's got to be up there Cause, because both sides, I think, struggled. So it seems odd when the, uh, the defensive guys can plant their feet in the ground and go at it. And, and the offensive guys seem to to struggle on both sides of the ball. Uh, let's just say, let's just hope that that's the weather conditions and and it's not something that's going to come up again. I'm sure we we're all watching for uh, news on Trent Williams, who clearly played that game through through injury and some pain. Um, he's a he's a big boy. I'm sure he can cope. Uh, and there was no way I think he was going to come out of that game and leave his teammates on the on the field. So pretty quick analysis there, Paul Lee.
0: Yeah, I think the only worry, Naji was Tom Compton. Finally yep. lived down to his reputation, and we're not trying to be negative naysayers on this show. The Packers front dominated. Like you said, Nadji, I've said it before, mate who loves Aaron Rodgers more than life itself. That first drive, I was about to switch my phone off. But weirdly, like you said, Nadji, after that first drive, it, you, the more the game went on, the more confident as a 49er you felt. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was Tomlinson, Brunskill, they struggled in pass protection. And I know we're going to talk about Jimmy. But for me, sometimes Jimmy, what could he do? He was getting no protection yeah, at all, and there was coming kind of, through. Um, and I think yeah, it's Patrick's- kind of well wanted to talk about it because it, it leads
1: into obviously talking about the kind of game Jimmy had. Um, but yeah, the, I think you're right. Even even Williams, you know, the holding penalty on on the big Mitchell gain. Uh, I think it was second quarter, and we were just driving down just before Jimmy's pick. I think. I think yeah, they just all kind of struggle. Um, I think it's more down to the Packers' D line kind of figured out a way of beating us, which kind of has me worried. If uh, if the defensive coaches of the Rams start watching now and implementing it, um, do you think, Lee? Do you think uh, if they find a way to beat us, or maybe it was just matchup, or maybe the weather?
3: I think it's the weather. I think Gareth yeah. nailed it. I think the bad thing about the game on Saturday night, Sunday morning, was um, the the weather. But having said that, it was also a good thing for us because it was a leveller on offence. Yeah. Because let's face but I mean, we didn't play particularly well on offence, but neither did the Packers either. No. So it took away their main advantage over us as a football team, whereas our main advantage was our defensive unit. And yep. they were able to play to the standard that they would normally play to. And I think that's what obviously kept us in the game without a shadow of a doubt how good we were defensively. We couldn't seem to move the ball as well as what we normally do, but I think that's down to the weather. And like Gareth says, I think the offensive line was struggling to to keep the feet there. And when when you've got a defensive tackle defensive end running at you and you're trying to push them back then you're obviously going to lose your foot every now and again yeah. so I'm, I'm not too worried that people have worked us out discovered what our weakness is because the way we were playing was different to how we normally play because we'd adapted to the situation to make the most of it so no no i'm, I'm not too worried about that. Um, I've got a feeling there's going to be this whole Jimmy conversation come up here. Um, To be honest, I I think the weather clearly impacted Jimmy. It clearly impacted Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think this is a... I I think it's going to be harsh to turn around and absolutely slate Jimmy for having a bad game in weather conditions like that when Aaron Rodgers had an equally bad game from his, his standpoint, his level on the other side of the ball. I think, Lee,
0: you might be pleasantly surprised. Sorry, Nadji, I'm going to set the tone. I don't think we're going to be slagging Jimmy off, Lee. And I think Gareth was right. The the weather (laughs) was brutal. Let's face it, the weather was brutal for both teams. You know, and as much as the offence didn't score a touchdown, as my mate from Green Bay reminded me, I did remind him Aaron didn't throw for one either, just for those listening. But Jimmy, (laughs) for me, Lee... He, he should find himself on the, on, he came out top. There were some clutch throws in that last drive. Um, some of the drops were not on Jimmy. I mean, I'm sure you lads were the same as me when Jimmy threw that one to Kittle and yeah. Kittle just dropped it. I was like, "No, oh, George, what are you doing? And it was like, that's not on Jimmy for me. And as well, Nadji, got to give him credit for staying cool in the pocket. Yes, he was sacked four times, but he didn't lose the ball. I do yeah. think stealing your thunder, the interception before half time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so I'll, I'll let just... you take over then. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I was going to say. I
1: think, first of all, that's so why I wanted to start talking about the line because he he wasn't held. They they had pressure in his face quite a lot. Um, he got sacked four times, which, I mean, we all know he's got a bad shoulder. He was minus 12, is, you know, the ground was defrosted before the game, and by the time they were playing again, it was frozen again. That's how cold it was. Um, so it's not it's not an easy thing to do. And no, the drop isn't necessarily his fault, the, especially the kettle one. I think you should have caught down. I'm pretty sure it's a touchdown if he catches that as well. So it would have padded his stats a little bit. Um, but I mean, he's missed some throws as per usual, which you know is kind of <laughs> kind of get used to it now. But no, the pick is just um, I want to, again. It's just the worst possible time. I like guess a nice drive. We finally get the you know the offense moving in the right direction, and get some kind of momentum, and then not not only it was a bad throw, he just didn't have the the strength at all to try and put it where he wanted, and that kind of worries me. A little bit more than just a bad decision by itself. Uh, That throw shows like a lack of physical ability to throw the ball more than twenty-five yards uh, when he's on the move. Um, Which I I don't know if it's the shoulder injury, if it was the cold, or if or the thumb. But yeah, that that gets me worried. Other than that, I thought he had. Not a bad Jimmy game, but obviously not a great Jimmy game either. I think it was,
0: it was good when we needed him, and he, he had bad moments. Um, yeah, do Gareth, to, would you? What sorry, you make Gareth, for that? to counteract though, Nadji, you've got to give Jimmy credit for that throw to Kittle, which was outside of the numbers. Um, when, well, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, do I mean, you know, the one on the sideline, I'm on about Yeah, yeah, Kittle it's, a, it's a good throw, down. but he's a, he's an NFL quarterback. He should be
1: making throws like this. It's you know, <laughs> otherwise, yeah. you, you know, in our league, I think yeah I give him credit when he does a good throw, but we all know that's not what wins you games um but he's you know he's lost his games too, so it's one of them it's like you gotta take the criticism and but uh, yeah yeah i mean he didn't have a bad game, I thought you know had we lost this he wouldn't have, it wouldn't have not been his fault so uh, so there's that what what do you think gareth yeah you've
2: you've you've covered it there i'm um... I certainly think Jim, Jimmy's mistake there was the decision not to just go, let's throw this one out of bounds and, and, yeah. and have another crack. He, uh, I've always liked that Jimmy wants to complete the throw and he, and he stays and stares down the pocket and doesn't just toss the ball away, as some other quarterbacks do. Uh, and I just think he, he, he just got his body shape all wrong. And he's kind of, look at that throw, he's sort of jumping back. And and trying to throw, whereas he actually had a little bit of space to actually plant his feet and and put his back into it and maybe would have hit Kittle towards the the back end of the end zone, which is clearly what he was doing. And it just fell woefully short. It was just, you know, it's it's. It, it's the throw we, we we know we're going to see from Jimmy every game. Um, it came at a bad time, but ultimately it didn't cost us. And the, one of the criticisms of Jimmy has always been, oh, he's just a game manager. You know what? That was exactly the sort of game where you want a game manager. Yeah. I, I'm reading stuff into this, but I wonder towards the end that the Packers seem to be very much keen on throwing it. And I wonder if that's keeping Aaron Rodgers happy because he's got to be the winner. He's got to throw yeah. that winning touchdown. He's got to be the guy who won the game. Whereas Jimmy doesn't care. I get the opinion. Jimmy doesn't care if he, he has no pass attempts. If the team win, Jimmy's happy.
1: Well, he's I mean, done we done know that, right? Because he's done it in, in 2019 against the Packers. where he, he threw, what was it, 10 passes in that game, maybe? Eight,
2: so was it? I, I actually think that pass aside, that was a good Jimmy game. He, he wasn't helped. Yeah. by He had three good passes, which were all dropped in that first quarter, that kind of knocked you a little bit out of your rhythm. Um, uh, and I thought he actually, he managed the game very well uh, and, and doing in that sort of weather, just the basic things like communicating the play, getting the handoff done, making sure everyone's lined up. Didn't quite happen with, uh, with Iuka at one, one stage, but it's, it's a win. And I, I thought there's, there's, there was nothing really other than perhaps that one throw that I could really uh, uh, blame on Jimmy. Yeah. We called well, it
0: Nadji. We called it Nadji in the preview show. We did say that, Gareth. We said, if you go back, listeners, people listening in, we said it could come down to Aaron Rodgers wanting to be the superstar and Jimmy being a team player. And if you yeah. go on Twitter, if you see that throw where Rodgers throws deep to he's looking for Adams. One, he's either looking for a pass interference because Josh Norman was on, on the field, but he misses a <laughs> wide open receiver in the middle. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. if that was it's the other solid. way around Jimmy would have been crucified for that. And I'm glad I wanted to mention that about the dropped passes just because I wanted a bit of balance, like you said. I think we've been quite good on this show. Give Jimmy his credit when he needs. Give him the criticism. But Gareth was the closest in terms of score before we yep. move on. Gareth called the 23-20 win. So you're point yep. margin, Gareth. Well done. Well, I
2: actually, and I actually said, well, I'm not sure of the score. I just would say win by three. Um, and I do also remember saying that Eric Armstead would come up with two big third down sacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll talk about big Eric in a minute. Uh, I want to. I want Lee's take on Jimmy's, yes. especially that throw. Do, do you not think there was a, a weird physical element to it that he couldn't make the throw where he wanted, and, and the, 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 one off the, kill. The, the interception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So something just didn't look right about it. It just. Yeah. it it almost had no power on it whatsoever and it yeah. didn't we know he's got more power than that we we know he's got yeah yeah and it, it could be an injury it could be the sh- shoulder injury that's uh, playing on him but as well as that it could just be the fact that he couldn't grab all the ball properly because the ball's going to be rock hard it's going to be yeah. wet and you could see both quarterbacks were, were having difficulty with that i mean jimmy had some horrendous um, throws which could have been intercepted but yeah. it, it's the conditions it's definitely the conditions. You saw Aaron Rodgers underthrown um, Devontae Adams a, a few times and you're thinking, whoa, what's going on here? You're not yeah. expecting this type of thing. And it was the conditions. So I, I've got something I, I've got to ask. <laughs> I've got okay. to ask because we, we tend to concentrate on Jimmy and his interceptions. I remember Colin Kapnick coming out and having four interceptions against the Cardinals, I think, in the very first half of a game down in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a bad game. That was a bad game as far as interceptions is concerned. With Jimmy, every now and again, he'll have multiple interceptions in one game, but it is very rare. He tends to only have the one interception. Yeah. Now, that's the thing that people hang on Jimmy. He's going to have this boneheaded play. He's going to have an interception. When you look at his stats, his career stats, and obviously you need to take in the, pretty much the two seasons he's, he's played four seasons, but when you look at his stats, his interception rate—it's it's not too bad. Mm. I mean, Joe no, Montana. Joe Montana, in eight of the seasons he played for us, he had double-digit uh, interceptions. Yeah. When you look at Brett Favre, Brett Favre, Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy has only thrown as many interceptions in a in a season once, as yeah. what Brett Favre did, and that, that was the minimum that Brett Favre threw when he was playing full seasons. 13, right? 13 yeah. interceptions is the minimum a season that Brett Favre threw. One season, 29 interceptions.
1: Yeah, I mean, Peyton well, Manning well, at 30 the yeah. yeah,
3: Would you so. tell us that you'd kick uh, Brett Favre off the team?
1: No, my problem with Jimmy's interception, and I, t- I talked to you about it when, uh, when Trey played against the Texans, uh, the, the pick he threw, is... There's, there's a big difference for a pick when you're what is it, second down and something in the red zone uh, in a game that's a one-score game and throwing a pick when you're just launching it on third down because that's the play and, and you're trying something and you get picked off. Jimmy just had this ability to throw a pick at the worst possible time. He did it against the NFC, he did it against the Rams, It is you know, he keeps just doing it. Like, it, it when you're driving and you're creating momentum and you're shifting the game to your side slowly by having a good drive, it's just a killer to throw a peg there. Like it, it's better if he tumbles and and rolls on his you know and rolls and falls on his ass, rather than throw the peg. Like anything else that he could do is better than than now. Um, and that's my problem with Jimmy. It just it's it's always at the wrong time. Um, yeah, so I mean.
3: Again, I'm going to go back to that interception on Saturday night, uh, early Sunday morning. Normally, we would have a go, at Jimmy, about not actually scrambling out and trying yeah. to extend the play. He did that, and then you've got people saying, "Well, why didn't he throw the ball away?" Well, there was yeah. a wide open kill. There. I mean,
1: he's wide open, but that's yeah. why I asked the question about the the physical element to it because I yeah, I think it, it just I think didn't right. come out right. I it's yeah. just like, oh, I'm a bit worried if that's something now.
3: That T- to be honest, I think it was limiting more, him. Yeah, I think it was more weather conditions than this. So. shoulder. I'm unconvinced
0: convinced it is. There's never a good time for an interception, Najee, but it could have been well, worse. It could have been a yeah. Ryan Tannehill interception in the last yeah, couple yeah. of seconds, you know. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> Positive for sure. vibes, you know, when I was eating my cheese sandwich today, watching back <laughs> the highlights of the shows. <laughs> so, you guys
1: got anything else bad to say about the team? Because I think, I think that's, that's pretty much... Um, Covered uh, mention Brandon Ayuk didn't have a big role, but that uh, you know happens in in a game with you know 19 passes attempted,
0: I guess. Uh, but apart from that, I just uh, you guys got anything? Well, the one I thought you would mention before we start going down the outrageous prayers of all the defense and Jimmy, Jimmy Ward, just before half time, that G, you were correct, uh, he was wide I open, mean, it was blown, however. Gents, that leads me nicely on to handing back to you and about what just happened before halftime. I can't quite well, get the Jordan words out Wattis. of my mouth. Joe Morris is an absolute legend. That's
1: what happened and creating a gap large enough you know, for Jimmy Ward to find it and just run full speed. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy. We finally, after all these years of me banging on about Jimmy Ward, I can officially say I'm, I'm happy for him to stay on our, on our team. Uh, stick him on special team and, and I'll be happy. Um, but he's not a
0: safety. <laughs> I'll guard. accept that so from you, mate. Everyone listening just... is taking that from you, mate. That that, that <laughs> tongue in cheek. Everyone who listens, knows you don't like. Yeah, I well, mean, credit where credit's it, due. We come up big in that moment, didn't we? he? You did, praised it's, him. You know,
1: it's it's a hundred percent on Jordan Willis. I mean, you have to make the block, um, and I'll give him that. It's a great block at a great time. Um, but clearly, Jordan Willis I had something. In him that day to to block punts and, and field goals and stuff like that. Because if you get, if you look at the play, it's Jordan Welles that makes the move. That, he's is free on touch, so he's like it's really not that hard to do. But still have to do it. Um, but yeah, let's talk let's talk defense because boy oh boy, how do we have a good defense? Um, even with uh, you know MVP Dante, Dante Johnson in there. Um, who wants to go first? And who do you want to talk about? Gareth, let's go. Let's talk about D-line because they were excellent again.
2: Yeah, that, I mean, what else can we say? It's what we've come to expect. I mean, five sacks. Uh, yeah. Eburcum, I think with, with the first one two, as yeah. I I mentioned and predicted. So Eburcum
1: has actually got six sack in seven games now.
2: Yeah, I've and just
1: uh, that's sad, which is pretty good.
2: Along with a uh, uh, uh and and all the other rotation players and and Nick Bosa, we. We we are as advertised at the beginning of the season, and and it's great to see. No one's going to fancy facing that. Um, that's where that's where our defense starts. That's what rattles Rogers. It's it's what stuffs the run game. Uh, it's exactly right that we build the defensive line first. I'm firm. I'm a firm believer that I'd rather have a good defensive line than a good secondary. Uh, I think that's the better better foundation. Um, and and the defensive line we've built is is phenomenal and likely rightly getting the the praise I think it deserves. And there's, there's not really much more I can add there. So I'll, I'll hand you over to Lee for more right. uh, superlatives. <laughs> well,
3: I think, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, the defensive line has, has been our strength all season. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I, I think we've got the best defensive line in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Rams have got a, a good shout in there with um, Von Miller... Yeah. Aaron Donald, um, Floyd, Floyd and Gaines. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, th- I think f- depth wise, we, yeah. we've got the best line because we can sub players in and out. And we're not really going down much in quality unless Boston's yeah. having a sub out. The others are all top quality pass mm. rushers. Yeah. The, the, even though, you, really even Jordan Willis. Will, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, he's, he's a third stringer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And just on, remember we've got Javon Kinlaw out and D four. Yeah, yeah. And D Ford accounts for a lot of our money or a, a lot of yeah, the money spent true. on the D line. And and look at what we achieve. What what could we do if those two players were back? Terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah. T- it, G, I thought Lee was going to be the stats man of you, Lee. This is where we can bash Aaron Rodgers. You know, held at home, number one seed, ten points, only two hundred and twenty-five passing yards. Zero passing touchdowns for only the second time in his postseason season career. I am fully loving that he struggled against us because my mate was hammering me, and then I've got Nick Bosa. Those two sacks, Like what Gareth said, we called it. It was just yep. amazing to see. And to be fair,ly my mate was a Rams fan. He's really worried about our defensive line. That was the first thing he texted me when the Rams beat the Bucs. He was like, Yeah, your defensive line's coming our way. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: it, it's an incredible achievement to be able to uh, crank up getting better at this time this stage of the season. Uh, these guys their bodies are, you know, starting to give up left right sensors, They've been playing for so long now. Um but what I'm most impressed about is their ability to yeah obviously you know pass rush but our run defense is just stoked as well um and i think it plays into that those stats you're talking about daring the Packers to pass the ball which is kind of insane when you think about it and and yeah the weather helped and and, and their play calling was you know questionable at, you know at best um but it, our ability to you know stifle um, Aaron Jones, and you know they had 67 yards again. You know, it happened in in Dallas, and you know Zeke and and all that couldn't do anything uh, against the Rams. You know they couldn't run the ball. It, you know it's it's just it keeps happening over and over, and it's like the the D line say, well you're not running against us, but you're also not passing against us because if you dare to pass, we'll rush you, and and we'll win, and that's why. Impresses me the most, um, and I will say right now, I think obviously giving a contract to dbo this off is paramount. But we gotta we gotta give money to DJ Jones somehow. We have to keep that guy around. He's such a hard worker, and he, he's kind of an X factor as well. He's always in there, and he's always beating double teams and and you know taking time from for you know Armstead and Bosa and Bukam and Omeniu to. To be one-on-one almost and, and win their matchup. I think he's vastly underrated, mm. and we really need to keep him around. Um, and I think we can, especially with Kinlaw's rookie contract. Um, yeah, uh, so happy that we have DJ Jones. Just wanted to praise him, because he just keeps playing well, and we don't really mention his name much. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else on the on the front, on the D-line? Anyone? Should we should we talk Fred Warner and how awesome that guy is and
0: All pro Fred
1: get his name well, right, Maggie. He, he's not All yeah, pro anymore, yeah. unfortunately. Um, that's something you played like it on year. Saturday. He played yeah, like on Saturday night. Say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that punch, that, that fumble, kind of sparked something in the team, and at, at that point, that's when I started going. Right, we 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 can actually win this, uh, and I want us to win it now. There's no, you know, I actually start caring now that I'm not. We're yeah. not going to lose. Um, yeah, he's he's just the the heart of our defense. What a what a dude! So happy that we have him. So happy we signed him in a big contract. Uh, what what did you make of his performance, Lee?
3: No, oh, I thought he was excellent. Yeah I, yeah, I I think I I think you might have said that actually, uh, Naji. In big games, you need your big players to step up and put it yep. in a performance, and that's what Fred Warner did, he stepped up, he put in a performance, and you can just see, how much he means to that defense, he, he's a leader, he's been a leader since day one, I think we all questioned, um, the fact that he was made a captain, in his rookie season, and we thought, yeah, well maybe, maybe. That, maybe that's a little bit too much for him, yeah. um, but obviously, they, they knew straight away, even in his rookie yeah. season, they knew how special he was, and he is hes absolutely fine, love I absolutely love watching him play. Um, again, <laughs> I'm probably going to uh, give him a backhanded compliment, but he's not quite Patrick Willis, but he's not far off.
1: No, he's no different style, different yeah, kind different of style. Than
0: Um
1: Did you see yeah. that
0: video, Lee, of that we've tweeted out? Because obviously, me and Lee run the Twitter account, and they were they were practicing that punch out, Nadji, a couple of days ago yeah, yeah. training, and it's resurfaced. And like you said before, Naji it's little things like that, and you think wow, they were practicing that on Wednesday yeah, of course, yeah. ahead yeah, of the
1: this, game. It, it, I mean, you've played some football now and you see the speed at which it goes. It's not, it's not an easy thing to do. It's just very, very hard to punch a
0: ball out. Uh, because, yeah, no, it's it's incredibly well, hard. And, to phew. be fair, to chuckle in on that, when I had my first practice yesterday and they said, you're going to play a linebacker, I was thinking, Fred Warner, Fred Warner, I'm going to be Fred, <laughs> you will be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's, it's it's a good role model to have. Uh, but I think I called it when uh, Greenlow came back. I think I think having Greenlaw and Oshaya back is just freedom to be able to be himself rather than... I think when Greenlaw went down, he he just felt like he had to do a little bit too much to kind of like you know hold the team together, and obviously that impacted his play this season. I think I think that's what happened. Um, Would you agree, Gareth? I think he just he looks like a free man running crazy all over the place.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I think we must have had to make some uh, some adjustments there to. Um, uh, to fill the gap from from Greenlaw because it did take a few games for Al shair to really begin to shine, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, I, and I think you're right. He's he's had to sort of keep that um, uh, discipline, uh, yeah. and maybe do some of the unseen dirty work, and 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 you're right. He's been freed up now, and I think he he said it himself. He perhaps didn't. He's he's had his big payday, and maybe he didn't come in to the. Uh, season in, in quite the right frame of mind he's he's admitted that himself that he, he may be dropped off that off that focus uh, that you're you're aiming for that on your rookie contract you're aiming for your neck for your big payday and once you've got that he's probably not the first player uh, who, who's maybe suddenly realized I, I need to we re, re, rethink the way I approach the game I'm the leader now i'm I'm getting paid the big bucks I've got to stand up um, yeah. and, and this game, it doesn't get easier just because you've you've got a season or two under your belt. Um, each season you're you're starting again. It's a new season. You've got to put the same effort you put in as a, as a rookie. So, uh, but it's it's another good sign that yet another one of our top players is playing at the top of their game in the postseason. When it matters, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, anybody else on defense? I know, I mean, Greenlaw had a good game. I think show had a great game. I think Tart is by far our best safety, um, baiting Jimmy Ward left, right, and center again. Um, I thought Dante Johnson had a really good game considering the odds he was against. Uh, and Eamon was just solid considering nobody called a ball apart from Davante Adams in that game. Um, but a- anybody else to stand out to you?
2: Aid two snaps without giving up a, depart- a pass interference. So, well yeah. done. Well, huge. That's that's Josh Norman's best game of the season, I think.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Gareth, before you move on, Nadji. We've been quick to criticise Josh Norman. And I think every 49er fan thought that yellow piece of fabric was going to come out on both of those players. And it didn't. Yeah. So, it didn't. hopefully yeah. you're building up to the star of the show, though, Nadji. I think I know where you're heading with this. Well, yeah, the start of the show
1: is clearly the special teams. us uh, the game, uh, good good kick returns. I've been calling for it for ages. I think the 45 yard return from Debo sparked something as well. And then obviously, the, you know, the blocked field goal is huge just before the half after, after the, the massive play and the momentum really shifting. But I, I will say before that play that Bosa got a sack strip-sack fumble, which we could have recovered, and they just got lucky. So I think it was kind of calmer to to block that field goal. Um, anyway, any credit I can take away from Jimmy Wilder will. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, great play there. Uh, big big momentum shifter, especially going to to the half. Uh, in, in, you know, whatever the score was, and still in it basically. But yeah, I mean, you know, Ufanga, jo- Jordan Willis on that big but it t- turns out um, obviously it's not something we track because we've, uh, I haven't watched every Packers game full on uh, because I'm not a Packers fan. But apparently it's something that has been a problem of theirs. The special team have been quite bad all season, mm-hmm. and analysts have been saying that it would have <laughs> bid them uh, caused them a game soon. And I think that was the game. Um,
0: but yeah, well, uh, it's good. Awful. It's good to talk Paul special Nache. team right like yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Football. We saw on this show, mistake free football, all three phases of the ball. And like you said there, you know, we're 7-0 down going into the half. You think they're going to kick a chip shot for 10-0. And I'm sure like everyone, I was leaving around my front room and Trish said, what are you doing? They've missed a field goal. It's still only 7-0. <laughs> oh, is that good? Yes, it's good. And then when oh, the blocked punt. I mean, I lost <laughs> the ball, ball, ball at the first. NFL. I was, yeah. where's the ball? Where's the ball? And Gareth, I know who Fanga got the touchdown, but when you watch it back, Josh Norman's so close to scooping <laughs> that ball up. And I just thought that might have been quite fitting. But yeah, that was, that was awesome, that going in. And just before you move on, you when Robbie Gould kicked the field goal, um, if you go back on my Instagram feed, Tabor Pepper sprinted after the ball to catch it. To get it to give it back to Robbie Gold, and I think that oh, shows the spirit of our team. And if you go on and look on all the videos of Kyle's locker room speech and stuff, so I just yeah, yeah, to throw
1: that's, about him. that's why I wanted to to finish the podcast and I wanted to go, talk about Robbie because he does two game he wins us now, uh, plain and simple by being perfect. So thank you, thank you, Mister Gold. I think he stayed with us instead of buying that house in Chicago and going back home. Um, but yeah, I, Gareth, you know <laughs> that's what we want to talk about. Special team, right? In a good way, not in a bad way.
2: Yeah, uh, you know they they have been poor this season. We we have mentioned that many times that they have seemed a bit of a, a liability, and I think that that's clear for everyone to see. That's filtered through, uh, and and the guys came through with like, nope, this is the kind of game where our contribution can win or lose this game, uh, and we're going to go yeah. out and win it. And I think. Just because we are, we are finishing up, I think yeah. it's easy to say special teams won it. But to me, something what won that game for us is something that doesn't appear on the stat sheet. And that's sure. the team spirit, the guts, the determination, the willingness to play for each other, the, the willingness to just get back out on the field. When the offense has gone three and out again, defense is cold and tired. They just pick up their helmets and they go about their job. And yes. that's a testament to the culture that I think Lynch and Shanahan have put in. It is down to the players, but it's the players that they've selected. It's the coaches they've selected. We praise D'Amico Ryans. Who gave Ryans his job? It's Lynch and Shanahan. It's yeah. not by mistake that our team is just got this this sort of steel in their veins that they are not going to be beaten and that they will, will take whatever comes and they're going to stick together as a team and they're going to fight to the last moment. And it's it's attitude that won that game to me more than anything else. Uh, and I agree. I'm so proud of what this team is in terms of the the team, not not the not the skills and not the stats. it's it's you get that sense that it's a it's a family and that's yeah. and it's the culture because that'll last. Uh, and that's the foundation that Shanahan and Lynch put in a few years ago um and we can talk about dodgy draft picks we can talk about dodgy play calls but they've built that culture that hasn't happened by mistake of of lucking out and getting a load of players who happen to like each other they've built that and and that one us the game
1: yeah that's true there's there's just no no two ways about it you know um you 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 don't win championship. You, you are a champion, and and that's what you do. You, you then you win championship. But you have to build the culture to be a champion, not just win a game that turns in it turns you into a champion. So, but I think mm-hmm. I think our team is definitely run enough to be there. But we got a big challenge on first on Sunday. Sorry for the NFT championship again. Uh, all you have to do uh, before we go is choose a a code word for the competition, and I think special is a good is a good word uh, considering the game. Uh, it was a special night. It's minus 12. Um, and, uh, and this season is becoming very special very fast. So uh, let's, let's use that word for now. Um, if anybody else has got anything else to do, I know, Lee, you've you got to go because you're on uh, Coffee with Coach now. Yeah. So please, um, uh, people, tune in and watch that because it's really good. Um, if no, if,
0: uh, anybody wants to say anything else? Just for quickly, Nadji... Don't worry, the tickets for the hype train will be discussed on the next pod. And so me and Lee make no apologies for the gifts, the memes, the tweets you're gonna mm-hmm. see because we're still in beat the packer mode and we'll switch over to beat LA. So stay tuned and cheers to everyone for the game day, Fred. Again, yeah. it was positive. We all experienced the roller coaster. And Victory Sunday. Victory Monday.
2: Yeah. Woof, woof. <laughs> well, I'm going to enjoy Victory Tuesday, Victory Wednesday Yeah <laughs> I we
1: victories, victories um, Yeah so thank you to everybody that listens And downloads the podcast Don't forget you can give us a rating You can leave comments on a thread in a group You can leave comments on iTunes or Wherever you download your podcast uh, You can find your, our YouTube channel By searching 49 fa Faithful UK And until then uh, Stay safe
0: and gos we love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart like Joe Montana in the corner deep card Garison hurt stiff far going 99 go don't get it twisted one at all with five time John teller Jerry rice down the sideline NndB greatest owner of all-time brood Walbra Bill be take with all students of Bill wash don't ever forget